Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, March the 25th, 2022. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to and me for such a time as this. On this Friday, I want to remind you that you were made for this. Every mountain high, every valley low, every trial and tribulation, you were made for this. God has designed you and has equipped you with the ability to do everything that he has set before you. Everything that you've been through, you were made for it. You were made for it. God loves you so much and he trusts you so much with the things that he has given you, with the things that you have had to endure. It is because he trusts you with it. And oftentimes, well, you know, on Fridays, we do things a little bit differently. We talk about the word, but oftentimes when things don't go our way, when things happen and they don't seem right and they don't seem Fair. I'm so thankful that we have a loving God who said that we could boldly come to the throne of grace. We can ask God, God, help me. Give me the strength that I need to endure. Give me the strength that I need to go through. And not only do we need to do that for ourselves, but we need to do that for others. When somebody else is going through, pray for their strength in the Lord. When somebody else is grieving, pray for their strength in the Lord. You know, I was having an interesting conversation with someone and um, one of the things that the person made mention to me was a need for um, a person to repent, that they felt strongly that a- another person need to repent. And so one thing that I shared with the, the, the individual that I was speaking with on last night is that you know, I believe, you know, that the person has, has repented, but I also told the individual that, you know, we all need to repent all day, every day. You know, we, we all do things. We all say things. Um, sometimes we don't even know that what we're saying sometimes is wrong. That's why we ask God to forgive us for sins of omission and commission sins that sometimes we don't even know that are wrong. Sometimes we do things and we thinking that we are doing things correctly. That's why we are to live a lifestyle of repentance um, and make sure that our heart, our heart's posture is right towards God. God, he knows our intent. He knows um, why we say the things that we say and sometimes why we do the things that we do. But even in all that, we are to have a lifestyle of repentance. I just can't repent on the things that I know that I did was wrong because there's so much that I'm doing and I'm thinking that I probably don't even know are are wrong. Now, should I be more in tune with that when I read the word and I spend time with God? Absolutely. But every day we are learning. Every day we are evolving. Every day we are getting closer to God. And so I just want to encourage you, um, don't look at someone's life. You know, and and if things are going a certain way, think that that they need to repent. Maybe they do. 
You know what I'm saying? But so do, so do we all. You know what I mean? We all need to repent. We all need to make sure that our heart's posture is towards God. We all need to make sure that our heart's posture is towards God. So, you know, on Fridays, I like to leave you with things just to kind of think about, encourage you, meditate on, you know, during the weekend. One of those things on today is uh, specificity. Try to get that out. Specificity. And again, this was birthed uh, out of the conversation that I had on yesterday. And so as we talk about specificity, one of the things that we need to know about our God, our God is specific. Our God is a God of details. Our God, when, when we just think about the human body, you know, um, since my father has been going through, you know, his, his health issues, I have been so intrigued by the human body. I've been so intrigued by the brain. And so when I learn about all these different things that the brain does and that the brain can do, I'm telling you all, I am amazed and I'm like, man, we serve a powerful God that causes the left part of the brain to, to rule over certain parts of our body and cause the right side of the brain to rule over certain parts. And so when this side of the brain is impacted, how it impacts, how the brain sends a message to your throat, to your esophagus so that you can swallow. I mean, this is deep stuff and how when... You know, you're giving or you're giving somebody um, even a drink of water. Hear me. Even a drink of water. How they have to thicken the water so that the brain has time to signal to the throat and the esophagus that it's time to swallow. Come on, y'all. Our God is in the details. He is a detail-oriented God. And, and it took me back to... Um, the scripture in, uh, I immediately thought about the old Testament and God's specific design for the temple in Exodus 25, nine, it says exactly as I show you the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings. So shall you make it. That is what the, the Lord had told the people. And when you read through Exodus and he's talking about the the cubit and the 25 cubit. And, and I mean, he's getting into the weeds. We would say often, you know, we're not getting into the weeds, but God gets into the weeds. He gets into the specifics of our lives and he desires us to care about, you know, care about those things that maybe, you know, other people would say, oh, well, that's 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 minor or that's petty. But but when you look at the word of God and you read the word of God, we begin to understand that our God is a God of details. He is a God of details. And so as we were talking on last night and all of those things, one of the things that I share is that we need to be specific in our prayers. If our God is a God of specificity. It's not enough to say, you know, um, Lord, you know, heal, heal this person and walk away. Can you do that? Yes. You don't, you know, and so when I say this, you probably gonna say, well, you flip flopping, which one is it? Is it this or is it that I'm not flip flopping? But what I am saying is that you have to know, um, 
You have to know the season and you have to know and you have to be able to discern the type of prayer you need to pray. And yes, there are different types of prayers, but you have to be able to discern the different types of prayers and specifically the prayer that you need to pray. Now, the reason why I'm going to say or the reason why today I'm talking about being specific, because this is uh, um, something that, first of all, I believe the Holy Spirit gave me, but also an opportunity for us to be reflective so that we don't leave a stone unturned. It's, you know, when you know somebody is going through and you know they've been going through a long time, right? And you don't know how it's going to turn out. You want to be specific, right? You want to be specific in your prayers. If you know you have a financial situation, you just want, you don't want to, you know, is it enough to say, God, you know, help me pay this bill? You know, yes, it is enough to say, God, help me pay this bill. And God can definitely do that. But I believe that God has called us to live a life of financial freedom and financial stability. So if you believe that, right, then your prayer, maybe at that moment is God, help me to pay this bill or help me to cover this bill. But then after that, after God delivers that, how do we move from, uh, we call it, uh, it's this book that we're reading in leadership, downstream and upstream thinking. So downstream, uh, and, and I'm not saying it like down in your prayers, but downstream, which is a quick fix, Lord, help me pay this bill, right? Lord, help me. And a lot of times when we are babes in Christ, that's what we do. We call on him because we need him at that time and we need him to show up right now and we need him to show up immediately. Right. And God will often do that when we're babes in Christ so that we can see his miraculous hand. But as he builds our faith, as we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory, a lot of times those things that we used to pray quickly, now they don't happen as quick anymore. You know what I mean? Now it's not as quick anymore because he's growing us up. He's taking us from milk to meat. So when I was a babe in Christ, I could pray, Lord, help me pay this bill. And then I might get a check in the mail. Somebody might just come up and bless me. And it's like, wow, God did it right. He's building my faith. He's building my faith. Then after I've done that for so long, right. And I'm praying, Lord, help me pay this bill. It's like, hold up. You know what I mean? What do you mean help you pay this bill? You know, you, you've been training, you know? So yes, when God says, when you call on me, I will answer. But now there might be more that I require of you because we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So don't be dismayed if you've been in this walk a long time and that you've been praying for something. Now time, you are perceiving time as your enemy. But I want to encourage you this morning. Don't perceive time as your enemy. Perceive time as your growth. Perceive time as God catapulting you to the next level, to the next dimension that God is growing you up. He's growing us up. We're no longer, you know, some of those things that we could just pray and God would show up. He's not a genie in a bottle. He is not a genie in a bottle. And there are expectations. There are things that that we are required of, right? For whom much is given, the word says, from whom much is given, much is required. 
So as God promotes you, as he moves you and your family from faith to faith and from glory to glory, there might be some different challenges. There might be some different things that you have to endure. What used to take maybe a day's worth of prayer, maybe a day's worth of fasting might take 30 days of, of, of intentional prayer, 30 days of intentional fasting, calling other believers, asking them to fast with you, be in agreement with you. It looks different, but it goes back to how are we being specific in our prayers? So you pray the short prayer. God, help me pay this bill. Okay, boom. You get a check in the mail. Hallelujah. Your bill is paid. You're excited. You running around shouting. Ten years later, if you're saying, Lord, help help me pay this bill, there's something wrong with that. So how do we ask God to be specific in our prayers? The Bible says tells us when we go back and look at how specific God was, he said, exactly as I showed you the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishing, so shall you make it. The Bible is a blueprint. The Bible is a blueprint for marriage. When the Bible talks about, you know, submitting one to another, Husbands, treat your wives a certain way as the weaker vessel. You know, husbands, you are the headship of, of your household, right? There's a blueprint for that. There's a blueprint for waiting um, for sex before marriage, right? There's a blueprint for that. As I get older, I understand God doesn't deny us things because um, he wants us to just... You know, yeah, I'm just punishing you. Nope, you can't have fun. You can't do this. Nope, 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 nope. Just because he's he's a mean God. No, he's a loving God. And just like we tell our children to not do certain things because we know, we know the impact. We know, hey, if you start messing with this guy, if you do this, you know, if you if you start having sex or whatever, you know, you can get pregnant, you know, you can get an STD, you know, you can. We're telling them these things because we know what the consequences are. And God, because he's a loving God, because he's an awesome God. It when we read the blueprint for our lives, what he's doing is he's saying to us. Mm, don't do that. There are consequences to that. You know, don't say that. There are consequences to that. And so when we are praying, we want to pray the word. Why? Because the word is the blueprint. The word is the pattern. The word gives us the specifics for our prayer. So if you're single, don't just pray to be married. You know, I know the world, you know, I know it's easy to just pray to be married. Don't just pray to be married, but pray that God would give you a spouse that would have agape love for you. That would love you unconditionally. Pray for a spouse that loves God first. And then you, because I'm a firm believer that when you love God first, when you love God first, then you have enough love to love your spouse. That's my belief. That's my belief. But God has set the order. It's your spouse. I mean, it's God. Then it's your spouse. Then it's your children. Then it's every then it's everybody else. But God is first. But if you had if you married someone that has other things first. You're going to reach into difficulty. I'm not saying that's the end of your marriage, but you're going to reach into difficulty. 
When you're an older person and, and things are, are not going right, we have to go back to the beginning. What does the Bible say? God, uh, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Were you an obedient child? Were you an obedient child? You know, um, is honor your mother and your father and your days will be longer. Do you honor your mother and your father? I pray that they are still living. But if they, if they're not and, and they and you know and they've gone on home, um, you know, did you honor your mother and your father? The Bible is a blueprint. Does that mean there aren't some anomalies there? Meaning that well, so and so did it and didn't go that way. So and so, yes. Why? Because his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. But the Bible is a blueprint. I'd rather follow the Bible. And be an anomaly than to not follow the Bible and, and have all hell break loose in my life. Because one thing that I know for sure, in spite of what happens in our lives, even after we've prayed, even after we fasted, even after we've done all of those things, God is still God. He still sits on the throne. And he still is ruler over our lives. Be specific in your prayers. Follow the patterns. Follow the blueprint of God, God's word. You know, we are to model our lives after our father. If God is specific about the things that he wanted, I want to be specific about the things that I need, about the things that I want in my life that line up according to his word. And then I want to pray for the spirit of discernment because everything that, that shows up in your life is not necessarily from God. Judge the spirit by the spirit. That's why we can't afford in these days to be living, to be doing things on our own. We can't afford to get into relationships on our own. We can't afford to make certain moves on our own. We need to be a people of prayer. We need to be a, a people who ask God, God, what are you saying? What is it that you want me to do with this? How do you want me to move? Is this a good time to have this conversation with this person, Lord? So again, my brothers and my sisters, because I love you. Be specific in your prayers. Follow the blueprint and know that you have a father in heaven that loves you. You are his child. You are his baby. You are his baby. And just like we have children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews and young people who are dear to our lives. At some point, we've got to grow up. At some point. We've got to grow up. The Bible says when I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man and for me, when I became a woman, one man, man, I put away childish things. The things I used to be able to tolerate, I can't tolerate anymore. I'm a grown woman. The things that I used to allow, I can't allow anymore. When we know better, God has called us to do better. I love you all. Reflect on this word and do the things that God has called you to do for such a time as this. Remember, you were made for this. Keep your prayer life up. Keep your prayer life 
up. That is our lifeline. The, our, your prayer life is your lifeline. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.